This is an honest podcast about mental health and the reality we live in. The sad boys will serve as the ones who never really fit in and give a funny, real, and emotionally vulnerable look at the uncomfortable realities that make us who we are. And they will discuss coping mechanisms and solutions we use to get through it. By no means are the sad boys actually qualified to give you real advice, but they will not give you any fucking bullshit. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. my fellow sad friends and welcome to the we're not okay podcast this is the podcast where your two favorite sad boys are gonna talk about the world that we live in and mental health while we hold nothing back i'm turkey i'm isaiah how are you doing today my friend man i'm doing good it was a really good week you know yeah nice i mean you were there we both had a great week we did and it, it feels good. How about you, Turkey? It's pretty good, man. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be recording. I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm excited. It always feels good getting back in this room. Yeah. Always feels good. Yeah, back in the, back in the studio room. Yes, sir. Um, so off the top, before small talk, we got a couple things that we want to talk about and announce a little bit. Um, first of all, we do indeed have We're Not Okay merchandise on the Grouch Couch merch store. Um, it's very exciting. It's very nice stuff. We're making stuff as we develop it. Um, one thing I do want to shout out and say, though, um, is that we don't make any money off of the merchandise. What we've done is we've set them at base price at cost um, because the main idea of buying and purchasing the merch is to start the conversation, right? It's about to wear the merch so everyone sees it. They ask what it means, and you can talk about mental health with them. It's it's like an icebreaker. It's an easy way to yeah be able to start the conversation with someone and spread the word about mental health because that's what it's all about. Yep, that's exactly the point. You know, we're just trying to get that conversation going. Yeah. Trying to get people talking. And we don't necessarily want to make money out of this. We just want to make awareness yeah. for everybody. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, second thing is uh, new computers finally here and set up. And we also have a new software that we're using to record. Um, so things might look a little bit more crisp today. Or they might look and sound way fucking worse. I don't know. We'll we, find out when we, we get there. We don't know yet. But we're doing our best. So good luck to us. Ah, smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of small talk. I do want to talk about our past couple weeks. Technically, the Holiday Blues episode went up earlier than it should have, so it's been actually a little bit longer than normal. Um, we'll just talk about our weeks and things. I had a lot go on for my small talk, uh, but I want to start with you. How was things going? Things are going really good. Nice. You know, we we got we got pretty blessed with that bonus, and nothing feels. You say better. that that bonus. They don't know what that means. Ah, well. At work, we got a bonus, pretty pretty hefty bonus, half a thousand dollars, and with that, I was able to get my bills paid. Still yeah. have enough money left over for gifts for everybody. Yeah, dude. And still got some money left in my pocket. Yeah, dude. You know, when when financial matters and stresses go down, just the the happiness goes up. That's right. Money is the root of all evil. It but is. We need it. It we really it. can stress people the fuck out too. Like that's yeah, that's a reality. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's really nice. I got it as well, and I'm pretty happy. I was able to pay off all of our bills here um, and the money we spent on our trip um, and still have a little bit left. So, like, everything worked out, and I'm really happy about it. Um, so it's wonderful. So, like, being blessed by that, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing that happened to us. Um, but today we're also going to be talking about bad things and how you cannot have good without bad and stuff like that. Before we get into that, we did go on a trip. Me and Sprinkles entered a contest with... Me first in the Gimme Gimmies, and we won. So we got two free tickets to their show in Vegas and two free tickets to go to the Punk Rock Museum, and we got free merchandise from them. I have never in my life, like, won on a lottery ticket. I have never, like, found $20 on the ground. I have never won a contest, a fucking raffle ticket contest. Like, you name it. I have not won it even like playing video games i have the worst loot luck from rng jesus that you believe and i have something i've just accepted in my life and so i don't know if it was sprinkles that made this happen or what but it was just amazing so we 
We dropped everything. We went to Vegas. We had an amazing time. There's loads of pictures online if you guys want to go check all that stuff out. I'm not going to go into too depth about it today, but what I will say is that it was amazing. It was great for my mental health. And the only thing I'm going to follow up with here for y'all is that whenever an opportunity presents itself to do something good, you should take it and go. Don't be a slave to your wage. Don't feel like you have to stay where you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's so important. Yeah, you have to be true to yourself. And, yeah. you know, we we all work these eight to fives, nine to fives, whatever the, whatever your shift may be. Yeah. And the monotonous just day in, day out robotic work, it doesn't take care of you. Financially, yes. It's good to have financial stability. But emotionally, you know, you got to do things for you, things mm-hmm. that you truly enjoy. We're like worried, like, there's no way we can't afford it. We can't do this. There's like, what are we going to do and how are we going to eat? And, you know, and we just went and it just all worked out. And um, sometimes it'd be that way. You need a really good support system to make some of these things happen. Yeah, it's true. But, it's so very true. You know, you guys got to have a great time. Yeah. And I, I remember when you got back, that big bubbly smile you had on your face. Like, Man, you fuck were... it all. And it's kind of what has inspired this episode. Um, you can't have the good without the bad, you know. Yep. Um, one final thing. We are not drinking milk with ice in it. <laughs> we are <laughs> we're drinking eggnog. Um, I believe this episode actually might be coming out right before Christmas or something. I'm not sure. Just about. Um, so happy holidays to y'all. Yeah. It's so good, too. Isaiah bought it. it it's pretty great. It's a uh, screwball peanut butter whiskey eggnog. It's, it's pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, man. It's pretty good. I'm pretty stoked on it. So today's title and episode... I'm ready for this. Um, the thing we're going to be getting into today, I have it here in my hand. Um, we're going to be talking about the good and the bad, um, how to kind of take in the bad. And you can't have the good without the bad, right? So treating it as a experience more than it just being something bad that happened to you and just being negative about it. Like try to treat this bad thing as an experience. So we're going to be talking about good and bad experiences. And I have it here in my hand. We're going to be relating that to um, how to get out of the mindset, how to get out of the negative mindset that I know a lot of us just fall into. And it's just one thing after another. Like when you're having a bad day and you stub your toe, you flip out because it's like, fuck. Yeah. And even when you're having a bad day, something as simple as an email, you can read it wrong. Yeah. It'll ruin your day even more. Yeah. Yes, it will. Yes, it can. So we're going to try to give some advice today and maybe some solutions as to how to just try and stay positive, even whenever we're going through bad stuff. So, my friend here, yes, um, we just talked about some good experiences and things that are good, like going to Vegas and going to the Punk Rock Museum and it working out. Um, but one thing I would like to, I guess instead of me asking you to tell me a negative experience, I'll let you fester on that for a little bit. If you have maybe a negative thing you want to go into. Um, what I do want to say is bad experiences are still experiences, right? And so the best example of this, I feel, is the homie James. Shout out James every episode. We shout, shout out, out this fuckhead. Um, is he will ask me, he'll say like, hey, Turk, do you like what did he say? Do you want some Sunny D vodka seltzers? And I said, that sounds disgusting. I'm down. Because to me, even though it sounds awful, it's still an experience. It's still trying something and seeing what it's like and experiencing life with the good and the bad that it has to throw at you. Don't knock things till you try them. Yes. That's the moral there. Yes. And I was telling Bam from our studios, we've seen him in Vegas, and I was like, I was telling him kind of about this, and, and he was like, have you ever had ranch soda? I think I don't know if he said ranch soda. He might have said ranch beer. And uh, I was like, that sounds fucking disgusting. And he was like, it is. <laughs> I've seen the ranch and sodas. I was like, yeah, I got to try this, because even though it sounds awful, it sounds like inexperience. And so I think that's the best, like, mindset to put at this topic is like even though it's bad and it's like one of those things <laughs> sorry i'm ranting a little bit um appreciate you for dealing with me um it's like one of those things like when you put your gym bag in the closet for two years and you pull out the gym bag and smell it and it's bad but then you go in for a second whiff or if your buddy's around you're like bro you gotta go smell this it's awful 
because it's an awful experience. It's still an experience. And there's something inherent about men where we just like kind of want to dig into nasty shit for some fucking reason. Like, yeah. oh, that smells bad. Let me let me see if let it smells smell bad to me. Yeah, I'm gonna put my finger in my pit and smell it and be like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, still bad. Yep. <laughs> exactly. 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 You know, every experience, good or bad, it's a learning experience. And sometimes you learn. Maybe don't smell that. Or maybe don't smell that. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you have any experiences in your life that you've gone through, good or bad, that might have changed your mindset, that might have been a good experience, like a good learning experience, or maybe even an experience that you have reacted to wrong, and now in hindsight, it wasn't so bad. So, you know, when when I think of a bad experience, uh, I think of an old friendship. An old friendship Did you hear how squeaky had, the chair was there for a second? That was crazy. Okay? Are you okay? Yeah. I think of a uh, an old friendship I had. Okay. This was a person that I, I loved like a brother. Would have around constantly. Uh, we'd go to mutual friend's house together. Smoked a lot of weed together. He ended up being a very snaky kind of person. You know, he would he would steal from, from our little brothers, steal from our parents. Um, and, you know, that kind of, the, the one thing I learned about that is that you really need to vet the people around you. It's, you don't have to sit there and, and microanalyze them and have them under that microscope, but you need to get a better understanding of the people that you have around you before you let them in like that. And that, that's probably the best experience I had as far as learning something good. I mean, that's so true because snakes will come into your life and you won't really know it. I mean, snakes are good at what they do, man. They're good at fucking you over. I've, I've been there. Yeah. So hard. There was this dude who's like living with me and shit. And like, he like sold me his shitty car that could barely run for like $300. And then um, he came to me one time because one of my other friends did something he didn't like. And he wanted me to kick him out of the house and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, dude, like it's literally fine. Um, and then so the next night, in the middle of the night, he came and he stole the car back. Son of a bitch. Straight stole the car. He yes. sold you back. Well, it was like a really shitty car that you could start by connecting the positive cable of the battery to the frame of the car. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, nice. yeah. Because it, the car thought it was always being stolen. It's like a ghetto push to start. Yeah, yeah. Ghetto push I to like start. That. So I put on a glove and grabbed my screwdriver and sparks would go everywhere and then my fucking truck would start. But at least it start. Yeah. So he came in the middle of the night and did that. I mean, that's a little fucked. Yeah. But hey, at least it was only three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's true. Right. It's very true. But it was three hundred dollars that my dad spent. Ah. Uh, because I didn't have three hundred dollars, but I was like, Dad, he's trying to sell me his truck. I need it, so he did the thing. So feels bad, but props, Dad. Yeah, my dad's a champion. Props, a champion. Yeah. I don't fucking tailor needs a damn truck. Let's get it for him. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for me, learning experiences are, well, that's it. They're learning experiences. And uh, I was looking through our list today of topics we want to cover, and there was like five different topics or titles of episodes that were basically the same thing. And the same thing was relationship trauma, basically. So I think that's something that me and you really need to cover. Um, so I don't want to go into too much of bad experiences of that because we're going to cover that in a future episode. Yeah. Um, but I really think that there are things that happen in life. And our boy James came to me the other week because I guess I mentioned this to him and it like changed his perspective and kind of put him in a good mood. And it's kind of what inspired this episode. Um, but he was like, you were like, you came to work and you were like, dude, We've got a job that pays us every week. I've got a running car, and my dogs are healthy. What the fuck do I have to be upset about? And I was like, man, if that ain't the truest shit. Like, oh, okay, so the milk was bad when you woke up. You didn't get your trash out on time. You know what I mean? Like, you missed a phone call from a bill collector. Like, whatever, dude. Like, your bills are still paid. You still get these things. So it's good, like, whenever your bases are covered, I guess is my point. Whenever something bad happens, it's okay. It's completely okay. Yeah. And, you know, I like to 
I myself, I wake up every morning with a question. Question. I ask myself, am I ready to have a good day or do I want to have a bad day? And like it's a choice. Exactly. I make it a choice. And nine times out of ten, I pick that I want to have a good day. And that completely changes the way that I react to the negative things that happen around me. Nice. I try and find a positive light. I try and push positivity in this into the situation. And if it's a negative situation that I can't change, I walk away from it mentally or physically. Mm. Oh, shit. Because like sometimes you're, you don't have control over stuff. And, like, why dwell over shit that you don't have control over? Exactly. Like, you did your best. And, but, I, I mean, I guess sometimes those are actually the hardest. Because it's, like, this wild-ass shit's going to go down. Like, I'm going to lose my house or, like, my wife's going to leave me or something. Yeah. And it's completely out of my hands. Like, what do I do? You know what I'm saying? I mean, in those, in those sorts of intense interactions, you know, I feel like we always talk about one of the biggest things you need to do is reach out. Touch, yeah. touch bases with your support system. Because you'll find help there. You can't just kind of push that one off to the side. Yeah. Uh, Closed little, mouth doesn't get fed. Exactly. That's yeah. a little bit more uh, intense, right? Right. Like your wife's about to leave you. You can't just be like, oh, fuck, I can't control that, whatever. I'm going to forget about it. Because mm. that's a life-altering experience. Yeah. But, you know, like we were kind of touching on a little bit, you forgot to take the trash down in this trash day. But, you know. It's not the end of the world. Trash gonna pile up. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Trash will get out when it gets Share. out. It's no big deal. Don't get mad. Don't <laughs> don't curse or freak out over the trash not being down by the curb. Yeah. I've been around people that like something super small will happen and they will flip the fuck out. Like their knife or something, like wasn't like when they're cooking, like wasn't back on the shelf and they can't find it. So they'll be like, Oh fuck, motherfucking piece of shit. And it's like, what? What's wrong? And it's just their knife wasn't where they left it, so they're losing a second of cooking time. But it's like, that's not a big deal, man. No. It's not the end of the friggin' world. Just find the knife, you know, whatever. Use something else. It's, it's literally fine. Um, so, I feel like getting out of a negative headspace is a really difficult thing to do. But I think whenever something bad happens... Instead of dwelling on it and thinking like this is something bad that has happened, changing your mindset to instead think that this is an experience that I'm having right now could really alter the way that you think of things. Like when you stub your toe on a table, that's an experience you're having. Yeah, sure, you're going through pain, it hurts a little bit, but you're having an experience. You forget to take the trash out on time. Now you just got to switch your mindset and Kind of figure out a way to fix that problem. That's an experience you're having. Like, we're experiencing life through these sequences of good and bad events that happen to us. I completely understand where you're coming from there, man. And it's, it's large in part of adjusting the way that we behave and the way that we view our problems. Right. Um, as a father, you know, that's one thing I've had to do a lot. As your father. I've had to adjust what I believe is even clean anymore. Mm. Because if I clean the living room, I vacuum the floor, it's going to be destroyed in five minutes. Right. And that used to be something that would upset me. It's like, oh, I just did this, and now it's a mess again. But it's just going to happen over and over. Yeah. It's, an, it's something I'm experiencing. And, yes, it bothered me at first. But now that I've adjusted that mindset, it's like, oh, she just messed up the floor again. <laughs> Whatever. I knew it's this was going like- to happen acceptance mm-hmm. i feel like is what it is it's yeah acceptance of the bad like yeah. this is an experience this is bad but you're like accepting it yeah let it happen bring it on baby and you know it's kind of a new thing every time it's like oh what is she gonna smush into the carpet this time <laughs> cookies or fruit we'll see fuck that's funny dude um and when it comes to big big things like big like medical things you know um, stuff like that. Again, it's stuff that's out of your hands. Um, getting out of that is a little bit harsher. It's a little bit worse, especially when it comes to loss. Yes, you can treat loss as an experience. But that is way easier said than done. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This is we're not okay, baby. This hey. is we're not okay. Thanks for watching. Yes. Thank you for your support. Yeah, man.
You guys are much appreciated. Hell yeah. Much appreciated. But you know, when when we lose people, we lose people in all aspects of our life. Yeah. Uh, all hold a different importance to us, right? You know, it doesn't necessarily change the way that it hurts. But we experience it differently each time. Yeah. It's always a different experience. And there's a lot harder ones. You know, like the loss of my grandfather, which we talked about in Holiday Blues. That was really hard on me. It's something that's still very prevalent. Yeah. But there's a handful of other losses in the beginning parts of my life that, you know, don't really pop up in my head all the time. Right. Um, Been to more funerals than I can count on both hands. Really? And each one was different. Beautiful. Sad. But there's good to be seen in them. Yeah. Whether you'd like to or not. Right. And like like we kind of touched on a little bit before, it's it's acceptance. Once you hit the accept, acceptance phase of loss and grief, you get a different outlook. It's like life. Yeah. Like all them old wizards are just accepting. Yeah. You know? Living in their ivory towers with their crystal balls. Mm. Badass. Pondering. Hey, um, I've been through loss, too. In, um, I brought it up before. One of the biggest losses, of course, was one of my best friends, Danian. He, um, you know. He took his own life and stuff, and I do feel like, though, it was an experience that changed me. Um, at first, it was tough. I mean, I moved out of my house. I, like, I went wild, um, but it left me with some forms of PTSD, let's be honest, but uh, it really was. I don't know if I would be here doing this if it wasn't for that. It really taught me, like, this mental health shit is so important, Like, and I mean in more than one way. Like, I was inspired to do this to help out other people and do my best to outreach. Um, but also, I don't know if I would be here if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I seen what people went through around, and it's like, I, there's no way I could do this, you know, to my friends and my family, to everyone they love and shit. Uh, it's wild to say, but it's true. So true. And uh, at his funeral, I gave a speech, and I made everybody laugh. It was wonderful. Now that was an experience. No one, everyone was too afraid to, like, talk. And, you know, I got a big mouth. I talk too much sometimes. And even though I was like crying and shit, um, I was like, I, I'll talk. Nobody's going to talk at my boy's funeral. I'm going to talk. But the whole, I mean, the whole like church area was packed. It wasn't like no one was there to talk. People yeah. just weren't ready to do so. Yeah. Um, so I just gave up, got him, gave a speech and everything. And it was funny. The funniest bit is um, one of the last things I had said to him, he was like, I was outside smoking and he had seen him through the window. And I was like, Daniel, I was like, I love you. And he just looked at me, he took two steps back, and he said, titties, man, and then walked away. That was like the last thing he ever fucking said to me. It's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he left you on a great note, man. <laughs> yeah. Titties. Titties, man. Titties, man. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. You were able to kind of, you know, make your own good experience out of something that was really hard for you. Right. You know, doing that speech probably meant a lot to him and a lot to you. Yeah, I think so. So it was good. It was family, at least a little bit too. Yeah, probably meant a lot to them as well. Yeah, uh, having somebody take that amount of courage, go up there, say kind, loving words for somebody mm. in a time where they feel like they couldn't. Right. Probably took a lot of weight off their shoulders. Yeah, I think so. And I, I can relate there with you with the uh, uh, experiencing someone take their own life and viewing it in an aspect of. I cannot do this to the people I love. Right. Because you see the fallout. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's painful. Yeah. It's unexpected in a lot of ways. And it, it reaps a family. Mm. It tears them apart. They can always come back together. Yeah. But in, in the same respect, I couldn't see myself doing that damage. Right. And that was a big reason why I wanted to take a switch. Wanted to switch up what I was doing. It's important. It's very important. Yeah. And again, that's it's an experience that changed you—a negative experience, but still one in general. And um, you learn things from shit like that, like who your real support system is. You know what yep. I mean? There was fucking people coming out of gall darn woodwork. Hey, Turkey, you doing good? You know, it was crazy. Yep. People came to my house at five in the morning. A fuck ton of people came to my house at five in the morning on that day. I was like, "What y'all all doing here? Someone die? Yes. Oh no. Yes, someone did die. <laughs> oh no." <laughs> Um, good people, good people. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. look around them. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff. And um, 
sometimes these negative experiences, it's, it's always easier to deal with in hindsight, as I said. Um, just being like, oh, man, like I shouldn't have acted that way towards that thing. Um, and so it's tough. It's really tough. And uh, being able to compose yourself in moments of stress and in moments of bad news, stuff like that, is such a difficult thing. But it's always good to be reminded. Like, all right, compose yourself. You're going to be okay. And, you know, that's where a lot of the coping skills come in. Yeah. If you can recognize before something's about to take serious effect. Right. Then you can control how you're going to react. And it's like you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can, like, you can cut the fuse before it ever hits, hits the detonator. Right. right. Be okay. Right. But that is something you have to learn and practice and I've be very consistent. I've never had, like, like, too much of anger issues, I don't think. I mean, I've had my bouts. I think everyone has. Yeah. Um, I know it's something that you do experience sometimes. So, I mean, like, does that help? It helps a lot. You know, ask just about anybody that's in my day-to-day life. They will more than likely tell you that I'm one of the calmest people that they met. Right. And I think one of my favorite lines from a uh, a Marvel movie is Hulk telling Captain America that, the secret is he's always angry. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of true for myself. I'm not necessarily always angry, but I'm quick to an angry response. Right. So I've had to take extra steps to, like I said, adjust the way that I view things in order to adjust the way that I react. Right. And that's been a huge help. Like, I went from being a very short-tempered person to a mild-mannered calm, rational person with the help of my medication as well, but through therapy. You've always been that way since I've known you. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time not wanting to be angry. Yeah, Anger takes a very heavy physical and emotional toll on you. It, I mean, any intense emotion is going to cause physical damage. No shit. It's, yeah. it's the way it is. Yeah. And I just could not continue being angry. Right. I wanted to have an appreciation for life again. So crazy. I think maybe on a handful or two, I can count all like the crazy anger things I've done before. I headbutted a wall one time, and I threw a quesadilla on the ground. I was real sad about that quesadilla. Was it a chicken quesadilla? I still think about it to this day. It could have been. Could have been. You didn't know. I didn't know. You just threw it on yeah. the ground. Yeah. I don't remember what it was really about. See, this again in hindsight. Did it yeah. fucking matter? No. Probably not. No, it did not fucking matter. Um... I remember all my friends was in the room or something, and my mom came in to say something about something, and she was really nice. She was like, aren't you going to talk to you about something or whatever? And I just remember being like, well, whatever. Just tell me now. Like, who cares? And she's like, okay, well, I don't know if, you know, all your friends are here. And I just, like, had her tell it to me or something, and it pissed me off. I don't even remember what it was, but I had a quesadilla on a plate in my hand, and I threw that bitch on the ground, and then I headbutted a wall. And then two weeks later, we were at a party, and all my friends, there was like 10 of them were in a line going around in circles, putting their head in the wall, pretending to like be me to see if their head would fit like Cinderella in the fucking shoe. You put a hole in the wall when you had with it? Yeah, with my head, yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Turkey they were like head hole. all pretending to fucking put their head in the wall. It's crazy. I love it. Now, in hindsight, why? What the fuck did that matter? It didn't at the time. No. I mean, in, the, in that exact moment, it mattered a lot. For whatever reason that may have been. Right. But in hindsight, you're just like, you know what, I what think, the like, fuck? She was, like, mad at me for using too much hair products. Like, when I put up my mohawk or something. Like, like when you put up a mohawk, you rat your hair, right? Yeah. So I was, like, using a lot of conditioner to, like, get all the knots out whenever yeah. I would wash it out. And I feel like she got mad at me for using all the conditioners on there. Like, that's all it was. But I think, like, maybe she, like, accused me of, like, masturbating with it or some shit in front of my friends or some bullshit. If my mom accused me of masturbating with conditioner in front of my friends, I'd probably throw a quesadilla on the ground <laughs> and put a wall, too. Let's be honest. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Let's be honest. That's a little embarrassing. Yeah. But I, I didn't really care about that in front of my friends. I think it just turned into an argument. But it's wild. And it's... So, like, in hindsight, like, that should have just been an experience where my mom did that. And I should have just been, like... No, mom, no. You're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. what did me freaking out change about that situation? My friend still heard it. Nothing changed. If anything, it makes you look guilty. Right. Makes me look guilty. Makes you look guilty. That's it. 
I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, no, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I did not. No, I did not. I did not. Nice doggy. Quesadilla and the hole in the wall beg to differ. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Hey, I've been there. I've been there. So there's uh, there's things in hindsight. I think that um, to finish this off a little bit, um, crying in itself is also an experience that I think is okay. If something bad happens, you're allowed to cry. Um, I think that that's a good emotion to have um, to help you get through something. Um, so it's not really a part of a negative mindset. Um, even holding back your tears could make pent-up anger and make shit worse. So if something bad happens like that, especially out of the blue, I think it's okay to cry and, you know what I mean, let it out. Absolutely. Yeah. No, crying is, it's intense, but it can be positive. It can be negative. It can be everything in between. Mm. And crying is such a huge release of emotions in general that it in and of itself can make you feel better. Fuck yeah. I think I'm due for a good cry. I feel that. I'm due for a good cry. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. I I do my best to be as emotionally available as possible. And I do cry with my wife very frequently, you know, just uh, a lot of things getting to me over the last couple months. You just cry together? Just, just, yeah. How cute is that? Of course, you know, like, if it, if something's bothering me and something's bothering her, I'm I'm not necessarily going to poke and poke and poke until one of us gets upset. Right. But if it's that bad, I want us to be be that open with each other that we feel comfortable enough to just let go in those emotional times. Cry it out. Cry it out. Yeah. It helps a lot. Nice. Helps a lot. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give me a good cry. It's been a long time since I cried. And I'll tell that story. When we get back after the bridge, it's bridge time. Bridge time.
57 21. to my.hftd.org to donate to suicide prevention. Together, we can start the conversation around our mental health to proactively prevent suicides. <laughs>